What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more, so you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com slash enterprise data to learn more. This is the Bloomberg Business of Sports Show, where we explore the big money issues in the world of sports. I'm Michael Barn. I'm Scarlett Fu. And I'm Mike Lynch. Uh, we got a lot of topics to talk about today. But first, I, wow, what NFL action did we have over the weekend? <laughs> All four divisional games, and I don't think this has ever happened before, came down to the final play. It's like you couldn't script it any better. You couldn't. No. And and it was and just to give you now the matchup, uh Kansas City, they beat the Bills in an overtime heartbreaker. Uh now it's gonna be the Chiefs against the Bengals for the AFC title. That's Saturday. That's and and well is it Saturday? Oh no, no, that's no, Sunday. That, I think Sorry. both are Sunday yeah. games. They're both Sunday. Both Sunday. That's the day to go to Costco, by the way, if you need to get groceries, is Anywhere. during those two playoff games. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I've learned. <laughs> NFC, uh, the <laughs> the 49ers will face the Los Angeles Rams. Again. Yeah. And, and you know, my we were talking about this before we went on the air. My wife is a diehard 49ers fan. Mm-hmm. Your family, Scarlett. Diehard 49ers fans. Oh. Yeah. There's people who are celebrating and being obnoxious all weekend. Yes. Mm. And. Okay, I'm trying to put this as nice as possible so I can get back in the door after this <laughs> podcast. I, my wife, from the moment they won at Lambeau Field, which, by the way, I, I have to say it, the 49ers didn't necessarily win the game, but the Green Bay Packers definitely lost the game. <laughs> mm-hmm. And and it, the key play was the block punt. They're going to be talking about that forever. But more importantly, Green Bay – for a moment, was like, where's the ball? We don't know where the ball is. What's happening? And then all of a sudden, the 49ers says, oh, there's the ball. And then they ran in for the touchdown. And, of course, then after that, then my wife started playing music. And then I never heard the end of it after that. My whole point is, if the TV ratings are not super-duper off the roof, I am going to turn in my Roy Rogers membership card because there's no (laughs) way in the world this – could not be a sky high ratings for Scarlett. I, I know it was on in your house. It was on in our house, and it just goes back to that idea. Uh, any given Sunday, or in this case, any given Saturday, the parity in the NFL is pretty incredible. The fact that these games came down to the last minute, it was traumatic. Um, what I thought was interesting too was that the Bills um, Chiefs game was all about star quarterbacks and the incredible feats they're capable of. The 49ers game was not about star quarterbacks, or at least on the 49ers end. You know, they kind of got there in spite of the quarterback. Yeah, well, oh boy, you sound a lot like my wife, Lynchy. Uh, we hear about this a lot in our household. Jimmy G, Jimmy Garoppolo. Now, now I'll be honest now, he's a He's, a he's injured, man. so I... I there, there's he's got an some explanation there too. Stuff there. Yeah. But he is so marketable because he's a handsome guy. Uh, I can definitely see him now picking up endorsements, Lynchy. And uh, now, <laughs> does he get his $25 million contract? 
Uh, well, he's he's injury prone, and that's the big problem the 49ers have with him. They just don't know if they can count on him for an entire season, and that's why they made, they, they made the draft choice they did last spring. I look at this weekend as a reversal of fortune. The city of Buffalo came within a whisker mm. of hosting the AFC Championship. And you know what that would have been like up there, despite the weather? Take Mardi Gras, multiply mm. it by 20, mm. and that's what would have been going on for seven days in the city of Buffalo. Then I look at SoFi Stadium, supposed to host the Super Bowl last year, but the building wasn't ready, so they flip-flopped. Tampa Bay was supposed to have it this year. Tampa Bay had it last year. This year, SoFi has it. Now the NFC Championship game is going to be played in SoFi next week with the Rams, and if the Rams win, the Super Bowl is in SoFi Stadium, and the Rams could possibly be in the Super Bowl. How's yeah. that for luck? Yeah. yeah, but the 49ers have their number, at least this season. So Six I, in a row. Yeah, so I'm thinking that the Six 49ers are going to prevail over the Rams. Bart? Yeah, but it, you might as well just call it SoFly Stadium because that's <laughs> the way they're going to be for the Rams. And, and remember, like we were just talking about, Jimmy J's got that so, that shoulder problem. And, and I, I just, my goodness, if they, <laughs> for the TV, for the, the TV ratings, they definitely want Kansas City, mm-hmm. and they definitely want the Rams to make it to the final. Yeah, the home field story, the home field advantage is just too compelling to pass up. And obviously, Kansas City versus the 49ers would be kind of a repeat of two years ago, right? The 29, uh, 2020 Super Bowl for the 2019 mm-hmm. season. And we, we all know how that ended up. So this would be more exciting to have a Rams versus Chiefs Super Bowl. Lindsey, what does it mean now Now that Tom Brady is out and now that Aaron Rodgers is out? Well, it means nobody in New England is going to be watching. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they don't watch for the love of the game? Come on. Uh, one, one thing I'm going to miss, though, is the NFC Championship game. You know, I mean, that setting, you know, the, the snow coming down, the field being lightly covered. Mm-hmm. I mean, the frozen tundra. You know, I can hear John Facenda's voice, the voice of God right now. Dun, 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 dun. And um, that's what we'll miss. So it's going to be in an antiseptic uh, arena indoors. <laughs> in, <laughs> In SoFi, which I never understood why in Southern California, where it allegedly never rains, why did they put a roof on there? Why don't you just keep the place open and let the beautiful California sunshine in? Yeah, but, I mean, okay, let, let's say, for instance, I, and by the way, I, I feel your pain because Matt Stafford, who was our Lions yeah. quarterback for years, is now with the Rams. And I, I have to admit, okay, I'm going to be peeking in to see how the Rams do, and I don't dare... Well, Mrs. Barr is going to be watching, so you're going to oh, have yeah. no choice, right? I Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. It's, and, and even she said, it's like, well, now, isn't that Matt Stafford? Wasn't he your quarterback? I said, <laughs> yes, he was my quarterback. It's like, okay, you can root just a teeny bit. But the moment they go ahead, get out of the room. She's like that. She is superstitious. Mm. And I cannot... <laughs> I I was taking a brief nap for the uh, for her game. And then all of a sudden she said, get up. They're behind. Get in here now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, man, it's going to be a great weekend. Aaron Rodgers, uh, before we move on to the next topic, uh, Aaron Rodgers, uh, he says that he does not want to be part of a rebuilding team, uh, which brings me to the point, is Aaron Rodgers retiring, Scar, and is Tom Brady retiring? Tom Brady retiring, that seems so foreign, a concept. I know. I know. 
Well, Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth brought it up on the broadcast after their conversation with him. And you hear whispers all the time. He's getting a lot of pressure, family pressure. The family's growing right now. I know Giselle has been talking to him for years about, uh, they even joke about it in one of his crypto commercials. You know, he goes, yeah, I got another 10 years. Mm-hmm. And she just rolls her eyes. Come on, Tommy, let's get going here, you know, with our life. and Because uh, <laughs> it's all consuming. Last year when he was in the Super Bowl, he isolated himself at home. He just sent everybody away for 13 days. Yeah, and then she has to manage the entire household. No, she went to Costa Rica. (laughs) Managing the household from there. (laughs) That was one heck of a Zoom call, man. (laughs) That's pretty good. Well, you know, it's when you're Tom Brady, and because I do like what he said after the game. It's like, we'll see what, you know, the days hold or something like that. I'm paraphrasing what he said. So we'll see. And if anybody can do it, when he turns 45, yeah, I could see it. I could see yeah. Tom Brady. Uh, moving on, Gazaga mm. suspends John Stockton's men's basketball tickets because he failed to follow COVID-19 mask mandates. Scar? I don't understand. So he gets to go to the games, he has season tickets, and he won't wear a mask while watching the games? That's what it comes down to? Well, he has come out against vaccinations and mask wearing. He claims to have some numbers and some research that said 100 pro athletes have died after being vaccinated, and nobody can substantiate that claim whatsoever. Um, I think that this move in Australia with Djokovic deporting him because he didn't comply has empowered a lot of municipalities, schools, universities, uh, governments, cities to enforce these and not have to back down to public figures. And, you know, they've already banned, uh, suspended their concession sales at the Gonzaga basketball games, so there's no personal interaction with sodas and popcorn and all that other stuff. And they just asked John John Stockton, as a prominent alum, please, you, have, you want to come in, you got to wear a mask. Now, we don't like paying taxes, but we have to pay them. Yeah, like wearing seatbelts on the airplane, we got to wear them. Exactly. You know? So... I mean, I mean, Gonzaga requires proof of vaccination or a negative test 72 hours before attending a sporting event. Okay. And then there's also mask mandate. We, you got to wear a mask when you're flying on an airplane. Wear a mask when you're going to a game because there are other people there aside from yourself. You know, it seems I, pretty I, straightforward. I get it. If you, you know, you got your own personal beliefs, that's fine and this and that, whatever. But, man, if, if first of all, you're a legend there at Gonzaga. You've got these tickets. Dude, just put on a mask. Put, yeah. put, it's not put. infringing on his personal freedoms or personal rights. No, it's his right to practice civil disobedience, but it's also Gonzaga's right to deny him admission exactly. to the game unless he complies. And and, I, and I'm with Gonzaga on this. I'm with any. I'm with anyone that that's enforcing the mask mandate. You got to wear it. Well, it's public health. I agree. I agree. Bewildering, uh, just mind-boggling. I, I just I like to see your nostrils flare like that. that that's a cool <laughs> I was already outraged for about ten minutes before we had this conversation. Oh so. yeah. At first I thought it was the red light on your mic, but no, it was just the red <laughs> on your forehead that was like oh it was it, it was great, folks. You should have heard it before. It was something. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines.
Get 20% off using promo code radio20 at bloomberglive.com slash green festival. This is a follow-up. This is what they call in the business uh, an update on a story we talked about last week and involves uh, Fenway and, and all the Fenway holdings, Lynchy. Yeah, well, on uh, Thursday uh, on our weekend show, we talked about Maverick Carter uh, being on the Red Sox uh, Charitable Foundation Board. He's also a member of the Fenway Sports Group, and we were talking about how they were the fifth largest sports entity on the planet, valued at $6.6 billion. Well, over the weekend, Forbes came out with an updated uh, most valuable sports franchises, and Fenway Sports Group increased nearly 50% in value, 48.6% to $9.81 billion, surpassing the Dallas Cowboys as the number three most valuable sports empire on the planet. And think about this. Most of the games that were played by the Red Sox, who Fenway Sports Group owns, Liverpool Football Club, were played in front of empty stadiums or partially filled stadiums during this pandemic, and they still increased in value 50%. It's hard to believe that they are more valuable than the Dallas Cowboys. So I'm going to play Michael Barr right here, who (laughs) has his famous number of the week. Since the Fenway Sports Group bought the Pittsburgh Penguins on November 29th, which we also talked about here. We did. Um, they've played 19 games. I'll give you that. Tell me how many the Pittsburgh Penguins have won of those 19 games. That they've won? Mm-hmm. I've not been following the Penguins. But Scar? Let me say nine. <laughs> I'm going to go one over the... How many games you said? 19 games? 19 games. I'll say nine games. So they're nine and ten. That's what you're saying, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say less than that. I, I want to say like... Uh, uh, six and uh, 13. Well, Scarlett, you missed by a mile, but you're the winner since you are the closest. Since the Fenway Sports Group bought the Pittsburgh Penguins on November 29th, closed the deal for $900 million, the Penguins have won 16 games oh. and wow. lost a mere three games. Wow. Wow. It's a little bit of uh, Fenway Sports Group Matt, uh, pixie dust. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We like to call it Boston pixie dust you know. <laughs> 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 Poof, you're except we're talking about a, a team that's in pittsburgh so let's go with fenway sports group pixie dust. <laughs> oh man this wow it, but uh, before we leave i gotta put everybody on the spot uh who's going to the super bowl scar oh um i think for sure the chiefs and i'm guessing the rams then i'm with scarlet chiefs and rams super bowl Let's make it a trio. Uh, just That's like, where you're uh, headed to, right? Chiefs and Rams. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, if, of course, when my wife hears this, uh, I'm going <laughs> to be headed to Lynchy's couch because she ain't going to be happy about it. But the anyway. Lock, the locks are being changed. <laughs> the bar. Casse bar. Baby. Mrs. Barr doesn't want to hear from you until after the game. <laughs> this thing worked, baby. Come on. Uh, this is the Bloomberg Business of Sports Podcast. I'm Michael Barr along with Scarlett Fu and Mike Lynch. Catch us here every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday exploring the world of money and sports. And catch me on Twitter at Big Bar Sports. I'm Scarlett Fu and I'm on Twitter at Scarlett Fu. And I'm Mike Lynch. You can follow me at LynchyWCDB. You're listening to Bloomberg Business of Sports on Bloomberg Radio around the world. What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher level analysis, 
and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more, so you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com slash enterprise data to learn more.